This is the Antimatter Space Zoomcast. On the web at antimatterspace.com. This week featuring Ksenia Ozcock. Any thoughts and ideas expressed in this broadcast are those of the speaker personally and may not reflect the opinion of any organization with which they may be associated. Hi, this is Anthony from Antimatter Space, and today we're talking to Ksenia Ozcock. She's a multidisciplinary marketer and currently the Influencer Partnerships Coordinator at SGAC. Hi, Ksenia. How are you? Hi, Anthony. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Thank you for this invitation to give this interview. I'm absolutely great myself, and it's just fantastic to have you here. Thank you. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. And... um, I will probably start with the time as uh, I was 15 years old and I moved to Switzerland from Kazakhstan uh, to attend a private school at uh, in San Gallen. So uh, one year later, I moved again to Austria to attend another school, which was a school of tourism. So nothing to do with space yet. And uh, these were really great years in my life because uh, this was, first of all, my first experience ever to be within the international uh, students and we were all in the you know pretty small town all together i was uh, talking to students from all over the world uh, the they were all very international and uh, i believe this gave me a lot and this is something that i still uh, say thank you to my parents that they gave me this opportunity to to have this experience and after, um, so after my, let's say, high school times in uh, Switzerland and then later on in Austria, uh, I moved to Vienna, to the capital of uh, Austria, to, uh, to attend, of course, university. I studied business and uh, my specialization was digital marketing. So this is also why I am a marketer right now and uh, currently I'm also a founder of a marketing agency, Realist, and we provide our services also within the space industry for different clients, and we work internationally. So um, as I started to study at the university, I immediately started to work as well. So I always, I think through my whole life, I've been working and studying at the same time. And uh, my first working experience after, I mean, the school times, the internships and so on, was at the oil and gas company in communications and marketing. There I spent three years. And after that, I changed the company and I applied to Siemens. Um, It was also headquartered in Vienna of Siemens. So it was also communications and marketing. And uh, there I also gained a great experience within the same field. But at some point, after two years of experiencing there, I I just came home, you know, Anthony, and I just felt like I need to change something. I must change that because uh, working at Siemens, it was wonderful as uh, in terms of work. It was like I had very interesting projects. And uh, but there was something limiting me. Uh, I think that Siemens uh, was not enough for my kind of crazy ideas, I would say, of uh, in matter of uh, changing world and contributing to the society. And uh, also the environment, the people with whom I've been working, uh, these people were great, but not for me in the sense of, uh, again, bringing me further, um, looking with me in the same direction. 
So I didn't find their, I found their great colleagues and uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think colleagues, not the friends, but colleagues, but I didn't find soulmates. You know what I mean? And yeah, that day I came home and I thought, okay, I always wanted to go to UN, to United Nations. This uh, has been always my dream. And also I was doing my master um, classes and uh, uh, it was international development. So we talked a lot about United Nations and I knew that this should be good and should be for me because I love um, to interact with international people, with people from all over the world, with different, uh, uh, like, observe different perspectives and different views of the people so I thought this could be for me so I um, applied uh, to all the positions I think which were available at that time at the United Nations in the Vienna head office and headquarter I applied and nothing came (laughs) so Mm -hmm. only after three months I received an invitation to an interview um, and this invitation came to, from you in USA. And I didn't even know back then that there is an office for outer space affairs. So um, I actually was cleaning my emails, you know, and I was deleting <laughs> emails that, <laughs> that were spam. So I was like kind of swiping this email because I didn't understand what's you in USA, you know, the big like capital letters. And then I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. What is, it's UN, something with UN, you know? And then I opened it and it was an invitation to an interview. And uh, this was the, um, actually my way to get into the space industry. Wow, that's fascinating. So you, so your whole entry into space was, <laughs> almost got lost in your spam mail. Yes, yes. All right. Well, let's move forward a little bit. So what what uh, role do you play in the space uh, business now? Uh, so uh, as I started, like my whole journey, let's say professional journey, it was communications and marketing. And this is until today, I'm following this path just in different uh, niches and uh, trying different directions. And now I would say I'm focusing more on the business part of the space industry. I'm helping uh, companies, space startups to increase their awareness uh, within the space industry. I help them to promote their products, their services, their companies. I help to promote their personal brands as well, to build personal brand and to to develop it further, of course. And um, this is what I'm doing with the company Realist, uh, which I uh, created in um, June 2020. Uh, as coronavirus actually was <laughs> really in the on the high point. Um, so, but... Uh, at this moment, uh, as Anthony, you are also my student uh, in the space course, in the course on space communications, how to grow your personal brand in the space industry. And this is something that I've uh, launched one and a, exactly one and a half months ago. So it was, yeah, 10th of March, the launch of the course happened. And um, this is the very big and very big not in the sense it's a huge project but it's in the sense that something matters really to me which is uh, something for my soul I would say because um, it was time 
Um, I think it was, yeah, autumn 2020 when I started to, you know, okay, it's quarantine, you're not going out that much. So you're kind of coming, like getting back to yourself, trying to reflect on the things that you have done. And this was the point that I came up with. The, I realized that I must find my ikigai. Uh, which is like finding my personal mission, which helped me a lot back then. And I realized that my ikigai is development and education in the space industry. And I realized that if I will give a course with the knowledge that I've gained all like through all these years and with my experience and what I'm giving to my clients right now, but uh, which I can actually give to the people within the industry, not just the agencies and companies, but also to people like you and I, who are like, I know so many great experts within the industry, uh, scientists, engineers, uh, communicators as well, and from all different fields uh, who, who are focusing in medicine, for example, doctors, psychologists, lawyers, and so on. But um, I realized that uh, those people need my, I think, like push or my support in order to promote their expertise, to understand that their value, their actual value, what they bring to the industry, how they contribute and um, help them to monetize them, like their brand. Right. And this is something what I'm currently doing with my Space Influencers course, and uh, I hope to, to contribute to the industry exactly in this way. Well, you know, as uh, of course you're well aware, but I'll tell our listeners, I'm a, a student in your course, and um, I signed up for the course because I thought it would uh, teach me some tips and tricks about tips and tricks, you know, about how to use uh, Instagram, whatever. Um, nothing like that at all. It's a big search into my own um, personality and who I am and what I stand for. And it's just an absolutely amazing class. And you've attracted some astoundingly wonderful people, new friends that we've both made from all around the world. And it's a fantastic course. And so, so I'm, I'm just so uh, thrilled to be in the course. Um, Thank you. So, Thank you, so there you are. Now, um, uh, tell me, uh, what, int what is it about space? You said that um, you uh, discovered uh, in the UN, the Office of Space uh, Affairs. Um, what is it about space that actually excites you and uh, wants to keep you in the space uh, arena? Uh, so I think uh, this is a great point to start with you in USA as I came there. And as I've mentioned before, uh, I wasn't very satisfied, satisfied with the environment that I was having uh, at Siemens and also around me at that time. But uh, I would say that first thing which inspires me uh, in the space industry is people. People uh, who, are, who are actually the driving force of the industry uh, because a lot of people work also in that industry for free. There are a lot of volunteers. Uh, those people, they they do greatest accomplishments. They do greatest um, developments. But the thing is, 
what is driving there is it's not the financial side, but actually the passion to space. And, you know, as I got into UN and uh, I, I found people uh, around me who were thinking with me in the same directions. Before, as I was working in my previous jobs, I was thinking like I, I, I had since my childhood somehow like my avid crazy dreams, you know, I was thinking, okay, this like there is no limit for anything. And uh, this is how I was thinking. Even my mom was saying, Xenia, sometimes you say things that I that I think, no, Xenia, this is definitely too much. But then when I when I reach those things, then my mother says, okay, yeah, that, that was a good dream. That was a good goal that you set. And um, sometimes I was kind of shy, feeling shy of sharing my my crazy thoughts, my crazy like ideas about projects and so on. But as I dived into the space community, I realized that. No, my dreams are like nothing compared to the dreams of other people. And I realized that all those people uh, who create a, an, an amazing community, space community, that they support each other, they help each other, they bring like with, you know, from the bottom of their heart, they they support the industry and uh, with their passion, they, they bring it further. And uh, it was so funny that uh, as I was at one of the conferences, I think it was, yeah, it was in Tokyo. Uh, I went there with the Spacebeat startup with uh, like with, for that startup I've been working. I was leading marketing activities uh, for their Moon Wish mission 2021. And um, I got introduced to one uh, for to one gentleman, and uh, they introduced me that oh, this this gentleman he builds currently an elevator to the moon, and at that point, you know, as I was not still that deep into the space community, I was thinking, okay, is it a joke now? Should I laugh or should I, you know, should I congratulate and should I be amazed by that? And those were a lot of moments actually which I had within the like during uh, different events within the space industry and this is true it was not a joke so like I just want to say with this example that this is exactly how space industry is and uh, every idea every you know every um, thought every dream is so essential and these things can actually give us a chance a chance to to develop our uh, our economy uh, not only space economy but uh, but the the overall economy so this are uh, all true and uh, this is something also what fascinates me in the space industry besides of course the technology uh, behind it but uh, number one thing is people yeah you know it's it's fascinating because space right now i think is at an intersection of a lot of things, you know, there's global communication with the internet. Um, I'm uh, in Clubhouse, which is the new voice only um, uh, social media chat room set up. And I've been quite busy in there. And there are so many people um, uh, in the space related rooms talking about all kinds of things. You know, there are a lot of people who are venture capitalists, you know, and they're all funding startups. And there are so many people who have non-space backgrounds, you know, non, you know, you know, space is, is traditionally people come from STEM backgrounds, science, technology, engineering, and math. And there are so many different people in there. And so what we've got now is all of those people, as you said, that you're so excited about, and then all of the things that are going on 
actually in space itself, the technology. So with that in mind, let me ask you another question. The space program is evolving with all the people and all the technology. What challenges and opportunities do you see in today's global space uh, endeavors? Opportunities? Um, this is a great question, by the way. Um, I think that right now with the space commercialization and that industry um, actually attracts more and more private companies and private players, uh, I believe this is kind of um, a window for, for new opportunities for many people because uh, in my opinion, uh, space will become something like, uh, like any other industries very soon, you know, like automobile industry, like uh, like manufacturing, you know, like anything. And uh, this will not be that crazy anymore, you know. This will not be so, um, so exclusive kind of, because right now space is, okay, we're saying that space is for all, that uh, uh, space is, uh, there is access for everyone. But it is like in the sense of our mission, it is to to do to make space industry accessible for everyone. But until now, it is still like kind of um, a place for for an elite, but not in the sense of uh, I'm talking about finances, but in the sense of elite of like, a small group of scientists who are working, who have been working in this field for many years, and only then they can um, can get access to this field. But uh, I believe that actually commercialization of the space sector is helping to bring a lot of people from from different uh, from different spheres, from different industries, and uh, they all have space there. I call always space industry it's its its own ecosystem. If it's its own world where we have psychologists, we have architectures, we have doctors, we have marketers, we have businessmen, uh, we have uh, investors, we have engineers, we have uh, scientists, and so on and so on. There, there is space right now for all these people to get into the sector. But the thing is, uh, what we need to do is. Um, we need to spread the word about the, the space industry and what opportunities it has. And this will, um, of course, help us to, to create um, an inclusive space for everyone. And of so, course, I must say, yeah. I must add just uh, just second information that, um, of course, the big players like Elon Musk, Richard Branson, uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, thank you. They helped a lot our industry to to get uh, awareness for other people because other than that, it was, I mean, okay, two um, two main powers, which is United States and USSR back then, who were um, you know taking care of the most and uh, getting to to everything within this field uh, within the industry, but. Before it was very difficult for uh, for a person like me, for example, who doesn't have a, a space background from the university. I'm not a graduate student from STEM uh, STEM university from STEM um, field, so I was not able to to get to the space. But now there is this opportunity, and I think everybody should take it into account and consider uh, this chance. 
Okay, well, that's actually answered my next question. So oh, I'll sorry. Gonna, no, 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 no. I'm going to, that's fantastic. And I'm going to jump right to this one. So you're young and I'm old and crusty. So you'll be able to answer this question better than I could. But um, it's 2021 now. If you're looking up into space uh, in 20 years or 50 years' time, or maybe you'll be looking down from some spacecraft at the Earth by then, maybe <laughs> you'll be in space. But in 20 years, 50 years' time, uh, what do you think is going to be happening in space? Let's, let's start with 20 years. What do you think is going to be happening in space in 20 years' time? Mm. Yeah, this is what I partly mentioned already. I would say, I mean, this is a very tricky question. Uh, nobody knows. But um, from my point of view, I think this is something what um, the space industry will become normal for everyone. You know, it won't be that special anymore. Uh, and as I mentioned already, it will be something like an automobile industry, maybe. And uh, I'm sure there will be place for everyone uh, to to be active in that field. This is what I believe. I mean, in the sense of development and um, <laughs> when we consider uh, plans of Elon Musk about the multiplanetary life and, uh, well... I don't know uh, when it will be. It will definitely come. I This is what I believe. But uh, how soon it will come um, here, I'm still doubting on that. So um, yeah, maybe 50 years, this is more, um, sounds to me more real, I would say. But uh, there are so many things that we still need to finish on Earth uh, in order to develop, develop the like life on uh, life uh, on other planets and uh, there is still so much time that we need to take uh, for all the research and everything so um i think still it is it is still incoming but um yeah i cannot say any any specific date for that but what i definitely believe is that uh, our community will grow and this is what we are all trying to do right now also within the course right our space community the space enthusiasts we are trying to to open this world for everyone and we want to welcome everyone to the space field so i guess it will be normal soon excellent that's that's just a wonderful answer Okay, well, we're getting close to the end of our time here. Do you have any final thoughts or observations for our listeners? Um, what, what thoughts? Um, we should definitely grow together. Uh, we should build communities. And the more we will stick together, the closer we will bring space to the general public and with this help we will remove the knowledge gap between the scientists and the public and this will remove the questions why do we need space and why are we going there if we have so many problems on earth the question will not exist anymore this is what i hope with our help if we stick together if we communicate the science, uh, if we communicate the the general uh, effect of the space industry to the people. 
That is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, we've been talking to Ksenia Ozcock. She's a marketer and uh, influencer in the burgeoning space business. Ksenia, thanks so much for uh, talking to us today. Thank you so much, Anthony. It was a great pleasure for me to speaking to you and to sharing my thoughts on, on this. Great. Thank you. Any thoughts and ideas expressed in this broadcast are those of the speaker personally and may not reflect the opinion of any organization with which they may be associated. You have been listening to the Antimatter Space Zoomcast, on the web at antimatterspace.com.